Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Files. This is Dr. John Waterman. Tonight our guest is Eli James, and we'll be right with you. Hi, Eli. Hi. We'll be Hi, right. Mr. He's here, and we'll be right back. Did you pay more than your fair share? <laughs> we got to keep this, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, police state uh, yes. r- running smoothly with plenty of funding, right? You know, it's it's incredible the difference in our countries now. Uh, there was a time, of course, when Bolshevik, communist, Jewish, r- Marxist Russia was ruthless undeniably corrupt uh, murderers uh, 
They got their country back. Well, not today they got their country back, but today they have their country back. Mm-hmm. And Putin just finished, get this, a sit-down uh, four-hour media conference about the state of the nation, not some stupid speech. Yeah, I saw lies. part of that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he's getting questions from all over the nation, from journalists, from people in the audience. Right. And there are even people in his financial cabinet there, and they don't always agree. agree. Uh-huh. But you know what? They lay it out in transparency. And there was even the question in this four-hour discussion, Eli, about the veracity and reliability of statistics you know <laughs> right and putin says i don't like a lot of what i see but bottom line we don't lie and our statistics are good mm-hmm. now right. i think he was you know throwing that uh <laughs> in the face of other you know countries yeah. you know uh, we claim that unemployment here is something like five point five or some ridiculous amount. Well it's gotta be way higher than that. Oh it yeah. is. It is, definitely, because there's many that have fallen off the qualified list after six months. Right. You're uh England, They're not counted. Yeah. Right. Great Britain, primarily in the southern half in England, yeah. Is double is double that. So whatever their statistics are saying, they're worse and they do lie. So there's <laughs> There well, are I remember uh, the crash when the crash happened mm-hmm. in 2008. I I went out on a limb. Actually, it wasn't much of a limb. Uh, I stated there will be no recovery. And now it's seven years later, and there still hasn't been a recovery. The uh, the streets of Chicago are littered with empty stores, closed down stores. That they, they have wow. not recovered from the housing crash. And they won't crash because uh, I know what caused it. The, the the Jews have decided to foreclose on America. They're putting Americans out of work, and no number of illegal aliens to do our jobs are going to improve the economy because they're disenfranchising the white people who are the really productive people in America. Well, that's so, why I changed my name to Carlos to get better benefits. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Doc, here, here's what you do. You go to, down to Mexico, you get a sombrero, mm-hmm. <laughs> you you cross the border, and uh, you put on a, a little mustache, right? And uh, uh, change your name to Carlos Sombrero, <laughs> right? <laughs> you get welfare, you, you get, a, 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 what do you call it, a free food, free housing, well, uh, let's coach a driver's let's coach license, him. and then you can get yeah. the vote, Democratic. Right. Now let's coach him. Yeah. You get all dressed up, you go across the border, folks, and here's what you say. My name is Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. Where's my stinking benefits? Yeah, no comprende. <laughs> if somebody that, talks to you in English, you yeah, say, right. no comprende. They ask you, you yeah. ask a question, you say. If they start speaking Spanish, Ay, you caramba. say, <laughs> me, me no, me no, uh, no not uh, uh, Espanol yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But they will know how to ask. Show me the, the nearest welfare office. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. They've been coached to say that. Okay. 
So Putin's here exposing himself. He doesn't know what he's going to be told. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. For hour after hour after hour of, of uh, you know, questions. And, and he wasn't uh, reading off a scripter like uh, Barack Obama does all the time? <laughs> no, he didn't have a prompter. He no. didn't have notes to kind of give everybody a, a start with, yeah. here's where we're at. But right. after that, when they would say, for example, bring up the milk industry, he knew the stats. He didn't look at notes. Yeah. The difference is we've got a bunch of liars, and what they do here in America is they have to go to their lying notes. Yeah. Because their notes. Uh, yeah, you have well, to, it's hard to keep your lies straight. That's why yeah. you always have to have a teleprompter. Yeah, that's why they're even their press corps, uh, correspondent. Their uh, what is it? Their uh, I don't know what her name is. In Russia, she's not a well, full-fledged uh, press uh, secretary, but she's okay. kind of a. Okay. Well, she's. Kazarian, <laughs> she is Kazarian, and Eli. I don't even use the word Jew anymore. Right. Either you're an Israelite, or you're Kazarian. Yeah, or you're not, or not Israelite, <laughs> or a heathen. <laughs> you're either an Israelite or a heathen. There you go. So anyway, yeah, we have, by the way, folks, still got a huge food sale going on with big, deep discounts. Huge amounts in the meat category, deep ones. So keep uh, keep that in mind. Go to simplyyourfood.com. Get ready. Yep. Eli, I have right. no clue. You're talking about in Detroit and, and uh, Chicago and uh, Southern California. We're talking about the land of what used to be because there yep. isn't anything there anymore. You no. know, no. Well, uh, in fact, I put it this way in 2008. I said that uh, America is going to be put on the auction block, and mm-hmm. they're going to have a bargain basement sale of uh, American companies, and that's exactly what's happened. Oh, and guess who's buying them? Yeah, the Chinese. Foreigners. Yeah, yeah the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, the Chinese military machine was created by the Israelis with the help of uh, Bill Clinton and uh, uh, so-called American Jews. But uh, there's no such thing as an American Jew. They're all internationalists. They're, they're all, they put their religion and their people, you know, Judaism and Jewry, before any country they happen to be living in. Okay, and uh, yeah. plenty of Jews who have made that statement. Well, they're ta- you're right. They are taking our assets. What's the most valuable thing that the Israelites got when they came to America? What was the most valuable thing, being that that was a birthright? Okay, well, our heritage, you know, our, our Israelite heritage, uh, the Bible, you know, uh, our love of freedom, liberty, you know, the uh, Christian... And a, birthright, and a birthright gives birthright. us yeah. wealth, and, and folks, wealth doesn't come in paper money. No, no. It comes in cattle, it comes in land, Right. Uh, dirt, uh, you know, the the means uh, by which we live is our dirt, the soil of our planet, and that's wealth. Right. Yeah, and livestock, uh, produce. Right. Uh, uh, extended family, you know, the, these right. are, this is biblical wealth, not, not how the Jews measure it with paper money. And uh, it's just, uh, it's really a shame, Doc, how, 
the Jewish Federal Reserve Bank has destroyed America's economy, bankrupted mm-hmm. thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of farmers and then homeowners. You know, this is all done deliberately by the Jews. It's not an accident. Isn't it's it politics. interesting that these Jews come over and says, we want land, we want land. Then they go to New York and they pile themselves up in high-rises in one little concentrated area. Right. <laughs> the reason they do that is you because of You got any Zyklon B, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot the of lice there. <laughs> because of their, na- their nature. They're not out in the rural areas farming, no, of cutting not. lumber, building houses. Uh, they're the ones uh, supposedly making it happen. Yeah. If we only knew how bad they have ripped us off, tomorrow morning there'd be a revolution. There would be, yeah. Yeah. But the Amer- average American is totally asleep, having no comprehension of real economics and how the Federal Reserve Bank is nothing but organized, instituted theft of the American dream. You know, And then they had Hollywood movies promoting the American dream, which basically, well, you have to borrow money from a Jewish banker to to achieve your American dream. And then the, the Federal Reserve Bank pulled the rug out from under your dream and foreclosed on your house. Okay? And uh, mm. it's it's a racket. It's a total Jewish con game. And anybody who thinks the Jews are God's chosen people is just really, really tricked, buffooned, uh, duped. Mm. And, uh, and unfortunately, the Judeo-Christian pulpit masters, the so-called pastors, are in on the scam. Some of them are tricked themselves, but the vast majority of them are uh, teaching lies on behalf of the Jews, like that's certainly the televangelists. They're, they're working Anybody on liberal. television like that are usually doing it for money, Eli. That's right. Big, big churches are for the same reason. Yeah, the mega churches, uh, right. How many pastors have you known that knew they needed to say something else but couldn't afford to. Well, I've run into a few. is the yeah. key word. Afford is the yeah. key word. Right. Their, uh, their pension is at stake, and you know a lot of churches have salaried pastors, and they cannot deviate from the pro-Jewish line. They just can't. And, not, and today it's become pro-homosexual, uh, liberal, pro-race mixing, multicultural. I, I mean... It's amazing. Since the founding of America by very Christian pastors in 1776 and before, the Black Robe Regiment, which was very much a law-abiding pastorship. They they taught the law, obedience to the law, judgment, and repentance. That's what they taught. And they're the ones who led the American Revolution. Today, the churches teach the exact opposite. They teach... <laughs> submission to foreign occupation well they 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 teach submission to the law presuming that the law is legal yeah right yeah secular law law. right or the law is lawful and it's not lawful you know i had a i had a conversation yesterday it was kind of encouraging uh i i'm not going to give the name or the organization but i had a uh, like an hour and a half to two hour conversation with somebody deep in the Eastern Orthodox Church, okay. uh, just outside of Russia. All right. And uh, we began the discussion, and I backed him up to Genesis four, 
and that Noah wasn't a perfect man, was he? And they said, no. I said, well, the Scripture says he was perfect. In his generations. Oops, but not <laughs> only not perfect, but only perfect in his generations. Right. And so I began to explain the Nephilim thing. I began to explain why they had to save mankind and that man was not, God did not get disgusted because of sin of man, but got disgusted with man. And it, I hear some kind of sound oh, like sorry. ice or something. Yeah, right, sorry. And uh, uh, I, we went through this discussion about, you know, this uh, nasty group called the Seed of Satan. Right. And and I had a conference call. It was a conference call that was videoed, okay? I, I uh, If anybody knows me, you know that I've probably done one of those in five years. And that's right, okay, all right. And the guy, he just, you could see, he, he kind of leaned back in his chair. And he has a brother-in-law, by the way, that's a, a Eastern Orthodox priest in okay. the Washington, D.C. area. Okay. Right. And he leaned back in his chair, and I, and I didn't know what. What his reaction going to be? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, you know, but it was coming, you know. It was going to be either so, yeah. uh, shoot me over the Internet or whatever. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, no. He just, it just, the light bulb came on when he saw this, <laughs> this word generations. And, 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 and then it all just kind of went click, 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 click. Right, yeah. Right. And, and I said, well, here's the bottom line. There's really a the novel, a uh, uh, sci-fi movie out there that actually is probably more true than not. It's called They Live. He says, what's the movie? What's the movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So it's very interesting. And this, of course, is a Russian-Russian, mm-hmm. uh, an Israelite-Russian. Right. Not, not, exactly. not a, and, and he was like, he was so thankful. Um, he says this, you know, we just had a, a really, uh, in, he had this, Ding ding ding! Uh, bell go off. The the light came on and yeah. And uh, he just sat there and he just you Revelation. could see all yeah you could just see all the things that he already knew fitting yeah. right into place. Yeah, or suspected, or uh, the mm-hmm. things that he suspected were true. But suspected, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 an aha moment, <laughs> right? An aha. Oh, an yeah, aha. right. Well, it's it's interesting because uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk about is the fact that uh, America is, has been led by anti-Christians, uh, primarily by Jews, and by Jewish proxies, such as blacks and Mexicans. You can see on the Supreme Court that uh, we no longer have white Americans on the Supreme Court. We either have Jews, Mexicans, or homosexuals. <laughs> do you know how many? Do you know how many Jews or Kazarians are on the Supreme Court? I think it's four. Maybe it might be even be five. It's five. Five. Okay. Can you imagine this small percentage of the Earth's population? A small percentage of what is a population. Uh, uh, demographic in America, yeah. and they have the majority of the seats. 
in the Supreme Court. Right. That's because they're so persecuted, Doc. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're so persecuted that they've got five people on the Supreme Court. See, if they don't, if it's not a Jew that has, or a Kazarian that has these locations and power places, places of power, they make sure something like a uh, Janet Reno or some right, other yeah, queer has right. has control. Like, you know, when they put that lady in charge of Homeland Security, you know where she's at now. Uh, World Bank. <laughs> they, 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 yeah, well, that's close. She <laughs> runs the University of Southern California system. Oh wow! She's yeah. the head of the whole thing. Now, it just—I mean, don't they fit? I mean, head of sure. Homeland Security. Sure, they're an educator. Put them over there and run a whole one of the largest uh, university systems in all of America. You know, I really don't care anymore, Eli, because those schools are not mine. This yeah. government isn't my government. Yeah, it's it's all now, Jewish controlled. The Jews have taken over and, the universities. They've taken over our government, etc., etc. Right. Let's back up and switch some terms. Just get rid of Jews because it confuses everybody. Kazarians, and then they start yeah. asking questions. Uh, it's not government. It really should we really should be saying public servant. Yeah, right. Because they're not. <laughs> we're the government. Mm-hmm. We supposedly put them where they're at. Uh, now, on a local level, that's probably true, but mm-hmm. national, there's, you know, there's so much perversion uh, in the system today. Um, Clinton is who we owe the responsibility. Uh, uh, we can lay squarely at his feet the change in in media. You remember when there was a day when. Owning too many media outlets could be a threat to national security. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, here unless you're Jewish. If you're Jewish, then it's, a, then it's not a threat. <laughs> yeah. Well, he removed all those FCC guidelines, and the very first thing that happened was a consolidation of 1,000 radio television stations. Uh, and they called it Clear Channel, and the guy that bought them all up wasn't even an American. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so that, was, we're, that was the end of free ahead. speech on, on uh, small-scale radio in America. Well, one yeah. of these guys that I'm, this guy that I'm talking to is very influential in the media in Russia. We're talking about big time. Yeah. They're getting. They're getting this. Let me just kind of give you an idea how influential they are. They get more followers than ABC, CBS, CNN. Okay, mm-hmm. we're talking about a mover shaker organization here. Right. Okay. And I've just been privileged to have uh, contacted them and say, "Hey, um, what do you need? I'd like to contribute." You know, and uh, they answered. So mm-hmm. I about Very fell good. over when I got contacted. But we've been having more theological discussions than we've been having yeah. business. Right. And it's interesting right. to see how open uh, these people are. Right. Well, people are waking up pretty much across the board. I, I, in fact, okay. I talked with this uh, with uh, Charles Carlson on Sunday. He, he has a group called We Hold These Truths 
which is an anti-Zionist Christian organization, which holds John Hagee in utter contempt because he promotes Zionism constantly. Okay. And uh, he has also stated that there is a, a slow, gradual awakening taking place that Christians should not be supporting Jewish violence, Zionist violence all over the world. And uh, on the other side of the, the world, across the Atlantic Ocean, the Europeans see begin, are smelling a, a Zionist rat in this prosecution, this propaganda against Russia. And uh, I would ha- I have to commend Putin. <laughs> I have to commend Putin for maintaining his cool and not lashing back. He 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 could he could be la- he could be naming the names of the people who are trying to instigate World War III uh, by uh, starting a war against Russia. He has refrained from doing so, but it's obvious, Doc, it's obvious to me that he knows all of their Jewish surnames, <laughs> right? And uh, But yeah. he's, he's giving them the message that you're not going to intimidate me. You can't push Russia over as you pushed uh, Iraq mm-hmm. over. It ain't going to happen. Right. Now, you know the oligarchs that took over after the fall of uh, Bolshevism, which really really didn't happen. Let, let's talk about that for a second, can we? Sure. You know, a lot of people have said, I think it was a false collapse of the Soviet Union. Well, in 92, that was kind of the case, but it didn't, uh, it didn't change in one respect. Uh, in this one certain area, the Bolsheviks that were in power during the Bolshevik era mm-hmm. just took off that hat and put on a different hat, and they called them right. oligarchs. And it was the same Kazarians that took over the control of the things they were already right. in control of. So if they happened to be over the oil industry, they just put on their Kazarian hat called themselves a businessman and they didn't care see people listen to Eli when he tells you it doesn't make any they don't care they have no morals so they don't care if you call them a businessman or if you call them a Bolshevik just so long as they make money doing it right right yeah and And then take control of your country at the same time Right. right, so they they took over like there was glucose oil, and so when about the time Putin came to come around, right at the beginning, he got like you're saying, Eli. Listen to Eli tell you this because when Putin came on the scene, he kicked these guys in the rear end, heavy, right. real heavy. Yeah, one of them that was running one of the oil companies uh, was. Uh, and billions and billions of dollars. Uh, they were going to try him for treason, and of course he fled to Israel, you know? Right. Well, that mm-hmm. that company survives, but not under his uh, control. Under the contr- yeah, not under the Kazarian control. Yeah, I think that was the- Kordakovsky, I think was his name. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, literal descendant to the devil was right. in control of that, and yeah, like our head of Homeland Security. <laughs> right? Now that they're trying to suppose, yeah, right as they just supposedly let Iran at least have some kind of breath, mm-hmm. 
about being accused of bomb building, which they should have a right to be doing right, anyway. Right, as the Israeli state has a right to, right? So, any any other nation, country in the world. any sovereign yeah. nation can do it. It's just whether or not they can be bullied out of it, you know. Yeah, well, it's just so, whether the world Jewish community wants them to that's have That's right. It, you know? They have, so the they, Israeli they state just, has at least 400 nukes. Why can't well, the they have, have eight, one? <laughs> they have <laughs> right? 800, actually. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, but, but Iran is an oil producer. Israel is not. Iran right. has been right. producing oil. And guess what? Now that uh, the Putin's got people in charge of the, they had to take the state had to take over that uh, Kazarian Jewish controlled oil corruption, mm-hmm. and they turned it over and turned it into something. Well, now that they've kind of loosened up Iran and talks internationally, uh, Russia is now doing business. Lukos Oil is now doing business in Iran. Mm-hmm. Now okay. you know where this is going. You well, yeah, BRICS, BRICS is uh, taking uh, you know, precedence over the global Zionist coalition, you, you, if you call it NATO, the United right. Nations, facetiously called the West, okay? But it's the West controlled by Jewish banksters. So uh, the, we, we do not have our, our nations. The Western nations are no longer independent. They're all part of the global uh, Rothschild, uh, Bank of England, Federal Reserve, uh, Bank of International Settlements Combine, okay, which is run out of the United Nations and from the two major banks, the Federal Reserve and the and, uh, Bank of England. And these are the two entities which drive the, the so-called West. But it's no longer Western. It's no longer Christian. It is 100% Jewish and pro-Jewish, pro-Talmudic. So this is the beast. This is the beast of the end times. It's called Mystery Babylon in the Bible, the global Mm -hmm. empire of merchants. And, uh, of course, your your mainstream pulpit masters of Judeo-Christianity never talk about the beast of Mystery Babylon. They never talk about that beast, even though... The, uh, the book of Revelation has two whole chapters devoted to it, chapters 18 and 19. Wow. Okay. So we've got this man who doesn't want war. Right. But I'm not going to be... But he's being accused of being a warmonger. He's being accused <laughs> of being the aggressor in Ukraine when he's not. Sure. Clearly not. And and, and I'm, I'm suspecting that uh, they're going to, like you say, they've been trying to coerce him. Yeah, uh, right. And they've tried everything they, they have. can. And he's and, Mr. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Is, he, is, he is deflecting all of the, you know, the, the, the one thing they haven't called him yet is anti-Semitic, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's coming. You know, in, in private circles, oh, yeah. I know. In, in private circles. The pro-Zionist clique that runs America are referring to him as an anti-Semite. Okay. Well, they don't have an ADL over there, you know. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. And that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this whole situation bears watching. And uh, so far, uh, Putin gets a passing grade from me. As being a sharper, as being sharper than th- those who are trying to demonize him. Now, okay. uh, compare him 
as there might be many people that are still Russia phobias out right. there, you know. Right. Oh, they're going to, they're going, right. you know, they think uh, they're still oh. stuck in a, there's a couple well, of reasons. Yeah, well, John Hagee. Yeah, John yeah. Hagee is the primary promoter of uh, Russophobia, right? Well, in the churches, but there are some people, not church, that still think that the, uh, uh, you know, the there's still a uh, communist touch right. to it. And that's what I wanted to get at here was, no. folks, no, stable. you've got to look at what they did. They had communism, and that communism was run by Jews. Right. When that collapsed, the Jews just moved into business, open, free market, actually more like exactly. mafia-run. Right organizations run by the same people that were running those departments in the communist government. Yeah. And right. Yeltsin allowed it to happen, and they began to, they, the uh, Russian people, as he said today, were losing confidence in the Russian government in the 90s because of this. Yes. And right. so it's taken a strong leader to almost yeah. dictatorially a, a strike back, but he right. didn't try to. It's kind of like what Hitler had to do to bring him out of the Weimar Republic. That's right, uh, very similar. And uh, Putin was the one to do it. Now Yeltsin and Gorbachev were the ones who promoted. Well, we could call it détente, okay? Which, uh, which was an outward uh, uh, peaceful settlement with the West. But really, what mm-hmm. it was. The fact that communism always bankrupts itself cannot support itself. And uh, anybody who knows the true history of the Soviet Union knows that it was federal dictator Rosenfeld who, by recognizing the Soviet Union under Stalin, enabled Western material to... of Christian Russia. Okay. I don't know if it cut out with the audience. Pardon? Uh, I don't know if it cut out with the audience, but you your sound cut out that I could hear. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just talking about the FDR and Stalin that enabled dancing. Uh, folks, tell me, there's some people in chat uh, I'm getting to less than half of what Eli is saying. Are you guys? Oh yeah, they're saying you did cut out Eli. Yeah. Uh, hang up and call back. Uh, you got hit heavy. Okay. I know what's. I know what's going on. Yeah, we on. had a real problem last week too. Yeah. Uh, right. Hang up. Call back. Thirty okay. seconds uh, we'll, in the meantime. We'll yeah. do. Okay. Okay. Eli's going to call back. Uh, He's got more problems than I do. He's up there, and what they do, they had his phone tapped. They probably still do. And uh, he, they mess with it. Uh, I called him one time, and <laughs> I got the strangest people answering. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I won't get into it. But anyway, the the phone call was very interesting. Now, here he is. He's back now. We'll get him on the line. There we go. Let's see here. I I clicked it. Let me try and click it again. There we go. You should be open now. 
Eli. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see if we have a clear channel this time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now it's 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 a lot it's a lot better. A little bit okay. of an echo, but not bad. Yeah. Okay. So as I was saying, the Federal Reserve Bank financed the Bolshevik Revolution and FDR. Uh, in addition, while he was uh, president, with all kinds of Jewish, Zionist, and communist advisors, his administration was full of Zionists and communists of the Jewish faith, of the Jewish people. Uh, when he recognized Stalin's Soviet Union, that enabled American business people to do business with the Soviet Union, and with, uh, with communists. Okay, uh, one of those being Armand Hammer, who uh, owned, he was a Jew who owned Occidental Petroleum, and he had the, ex- <coughs> excuse me, the exclusive rights given to him by Stalin to uh, uh, pump oil in the Soviet Union. Only Jews were getting these kind of deals with the Soviet Union. Uh, Ford Motor Company, for example, built a the Kama River truck plant, uh, which enabled the, the communists to build trucks, tanks, and jeeps that were used against uh, American soldiers in Vietnam. This is the kind of treason that was going on between our liberal, quote-unquote, liberal government and the Soviet Union during the Vietnam War. Now, didn't okay, that, he have some kind of book about the Zionists, though, about the who, Jews? Who was that? Ford. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, this was after Henry Ford. Uh, this was oh. the, uh, I'm talking oh. about the Vietnam era. Okay. Oh, yeah, Henry okay. Ford, yeah, in, uh, in 1922, yeah, he, uh, he opposed the Jews uh, very, uh, very mightily. He understood that the Jews were behind World <laughs> War I. Yeah. That's probably why he got taken over like that. Uh, that's right. That's right. Well, his son didn't carry on his father's tradition. And uh, Ford Motor Company, once it became a big corporation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, began doing business with communists, you know, certainly by the time of uh, the Vietnam War, and probably even to some extent in, during World War II. But uh, so, again, we have, we have global financiers uh, promoting and and financing communism. So th- this is the reality of you know what's going on behind the scenes. Of course, none of this is ever made public. The American people have no idea that our State Department and our uh, you know Treasury were actually funding communism from 1917 onward. Ameri- yeah. Americans are simply clueless about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're dealing with is a parasitic entity that has taken control, total control of our government, as all parasites do. Parasites infest the host and take over the life of the host, and the host doesn't know it. You know, it's too bad we can't just walk right up to them. Uh, There was a day when they weren't so unreachable. Right. Uh, in fact, they were on the steps of the temple, right? Right. Called money changers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then, the, and I think probably after the, uh, uh, the Messiah beat them with a, a whip, whip on the steps, they right. decided, you know, you know, we might need some guards. Right. 
Well, he did but, have to run from guards. They, the Romans didn't like it either, so the, he, you know, he, he beat him and ran. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, the interesting thing is, and we talked about this, I believe, pretty much last time, uh, that one of the main goals of the Zionist International and the Communist International, both groups being run by very powerful Jews, such as Karl Marx and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, was to overthrow uh, Christian monarchies. And that they accomplished during World War I. They, they accomplished it in Russia by assassinating the Tsar and his family and, and putting uh, Bolshevism in its place. Okay. In America, they, they, they did a kind of uh, trick by creating the Federal Reserve Bank, the IRS, and the tax-exempt corporations. I think even the ADL was founded in 1913. So in America, they because we have guns, American citizens are armed, mm-hmm. and the Russian peasants weren't, they had to do a deceptive form of takeover here in America, which they have totally succeeded in doing. But in order to, you mentioned, why, why can't we have powerful leaders to take them out, to just you know, expose them, and uh, make the people understand, you know, what the problem is, okay? Well, that's why they got rid of the Christian monarchies, to get rid of strong leaders, okay? Now, here I have a statement here. This is Kaiser Wilhelm's abdication statement. He was the, the, Tsar, the Kaiser of Germany during World War One, And after World War One, he abdicated, and this was his statement. I herewith renounce for all time claims to the throne of Prussia and to the German imperial throne connected therewith. At the same time, I release all officials from the germ- of the German Empire and of Prussia, as well as all officers, non-commissioned officers, and men of the Navy and of the Prussian Army, as well as the troops of the Federated States of Germany, from the oath of fidelity which they tendered to me as their emperor, king, and commander-in-chief. I expect of them that until the reestablishment of order in the German Empire, they shall render assistance to those in actual power in Germany in protecting Germany, the German people, from the threatening dangers of anarchy, famine, and foreign rule, proclaimed under our own hand and with the imperial seal attached, uh, 28 November 1918, signed William. Okay. Well, what happened after he abdicated was there was actually a communist-style revolution that took place in Germany as well under Rosa Luxemburg, who was a Jewess financed by the Rothschilds. You know that, that first uh, uh-huh. oh, 20 years of the, from 1900 to 1920 was they made all kinds of inroads. IRS, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the Central Bank, the uh, right. uh, revolutions. I mean, it was unbelievable yeah. what they were doing. Exactly. And then when the, when the communist revolution in Germany failed, then you had the hyperinflation, which was basically Jewish banksters hyperinflating mm. the marks so that it took a, a wheelbarrow full of marks to buy a loaf of bread. That's what they did to Germany after Kaiser Wilhelm abdicated. That's predicted in the web bot for America this year. Oh wow, interesting. I can I can see that. I can see that. Uh, by the way, uh, I want to get mm-hmm. into Operation Jade Helm again because it, it's related to what we're talking about. 
But first, I want to show how our justice system has been so totally corrupted that there is no justice in America anymore. Uh, recently, this is a couple of days ago, uh, a uh, actually this is dated February 4th, 2015, this video I have. I'm not going to play the video. I'm just going to read the transcript of it. There was a uh, a white family that had a three-year-old girl. Uh, she was watching uh, SpongeBob SquarePants on television when two black thugs broke into their house and robbed them at gunpoint. When the case went to trial, the two black assailants were found guilty. As part of the sentencing, Jordan and Tommy Gray wrote in a victim impact statement that their daughter is still in constant fear of black men because she was attacked by two black men. Okay, Tommy Gray implored prison time for the attackers. Since the crime, Tommy Gray said the attack has left deep psychological wounds on their young daughter. Uh, apparently, the three-year-old girl is now um, prejudiced against blacks. Okay. Now, the judge in this case is a black man. And this, his name is Olu Stevens. And in, in his statement at the sentencing, uh, he said... I am offended. I am deeply offended that they, these two blacks, would be victimized by an individual and express some kind of fear of all black men. Now, this this black judge is telling the Gray family that he's going to be lenient on these two black offenders because uh, they and their daughter, their three-year-old daughter, are racists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He continued, this little girl certainly has been victimized, and she can't help the way she feels, he said. My exception is more with her parents, and they're accepting that kind of mentality and fostering those type of stereotypes. He then laid down his sentence, six months probation and no jail time. Six months probation and no jail time. We're talking about armed robbery, folks. Um, well, a lot. Robbery. We can't. You know, for a long time, this admiralty system is not. It is not of the father. It That's is right. of. It's of Lucifer and has been for a long, long time. Now there's some patriots out there that don't want to go into the theological discussion of its origin. And so many of them go, well, I know where it all came from. It came from Jews back in blah. No, it came from the. Kazarians right. back well, in yeah. Christ day, not Jews in Christ yeah. day. Yeah, and, and of course but, the Kazarians uh, had no; they're not even you know. Shepherds. Well, I say it didn't come yeah. from the Jews because he is equating Jews with Israelites. So let me restate right. oh, that: I see. Okay, it didn't yeah. come from Israelites; it came from Kazarians right. in, in in the time that uh, right. he was talking about uh, two thousand years ago. Well, uh, and so Eli. Literally, I have removed myself so far from thinking this is a travesty that it doesn't uh, even bother me. It does bother me that we have our uh, white people becoming victims. That bothers me. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I don't expect any less or more from this legal system that has nothing to do with. Uh, the Constitution and, and the Republic. 
There's no it's, justice. It, no, there is no justice because it's all about. Remember okay. when the the, you, the, uh, the New Testament uh, where the Messiah was quoted, mm-hmm. and he was saying the lawyers have made the law of you know, effect. Yeah, n- n- just got rid of it. You know, right. mm-hmm. that's called justice. Yeah. Now, supposedly justice is blind, right? We have a statue uh, of justice uh, with a blindfold on. She's not supposed to look at the color. (laughs) Uh, Even according to black people, you're not supposed to look at the color of the defendant and the perpetrator. You're just supposed to look at the the facts of the case, right? So here is a black judge deliberately, deliberately uh, issuing a black racist verdict. Where was this at, Eli? Oh, okay. Well, I just uh, I clicked off of it. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I forget which. I think. Oh, it's in Louisville, Kentucky. Jeez. <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Mm. This is what happens when we have non-whites ruling and you know acting over us. Uh, well, that's a dangerous place to do that because that's where they make the Louisville slugger. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But it now, wouldn't be uh, hard to get the pitchforks out in that town. Right, yeah. Well, uh, the, the natives are getting restless, and the, uh, and the townspeople are getting their, their, their shovels, their pitchforks, and other implements, and they're going to be storming uh, Frankenstein's castle pretty soon because the people are getting sick and tired of all this injustice. Okay? And the web bot is predicting it for the first part of July. Okay, right. Well, and the, it may be a hot summer, and if, <laughs> and if there's more black rioting, you know, totally unwarranted. You know, whenever blacks have rioted, it has been based on totally uh, false pretexts. You know, well, you know, the last riot that I was in uh, reminded me of the days when I was in high school, and we had the, remember when the uh, uh, they were going to go out and burn down all the white homes? right. In the 60s, you know, remember yeah. that? Yeah, well, uh, that happened I, in Chicago, know, too. Yeah. And you knew what happened. I, I moved up to Michigan over there, right? Mm-hmm. And you were over there chatting with me when they had those riots in, in Benton Harbor. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even a white area, and they were burning their own neighborhoods down. Right. Now, come on, what's in the world's with that? And they're throwing rocks at the police and the firemen, and a black woman was selling rocks for a quarter to be thrown. <laughs> right, yeah. I was thinking she yeah. should have been a Kazarian, not a black person. Right, money exactly. Well, the, no, the Kazarians have taught them very well. <laughs> <laughs> They've taught them very well. See, they're persecuted while they're selling stones you know, to be thrown and to destroy everything. That's terrorism, Doc. Yeah, yeah. Well, even Jimmy Carter, who uh, isn't, uh, you know, a good guy. No. He, he even showed up and said, uh, uh, clean up your neighborhoods. Right. Do it yourself. And then Do it yourself, left. yeah. Yeah. But they can't. For whatever reason, they can't. Black neighborhoods are always in economic trouble because there's so much violence due to drugs. And uh, they mm-hmm. can't. Dig themselves out of the own their own holes. Well, you know but, that that motion that they did on Karate Kid, that uh, old 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 movie, as a newer generation would say. Okay. Where he's teaching this boy karate, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Waxy on, waxy off." 
right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Where it's the movement of rubbing the rag in a circle on the hood, mm-hmm. put on the wax, wipe yeah. off the wax. And then he had him wash, uh, whitewash the fence, wash, you know, yeah, up right. and then down, up and down. Well, uh, blacks don't know how to wash, uh, how to waxy on and waxy off. <laughs> right. They it don't. means they'd have to move their arm. Right. Yeah. I'm really they have to do prejudiced. something constructive. I'm really prejudiced, but I didn't grow up this way. I can say that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exposed to blacks until I was in college, and it took two years of college before there was one black person in the college. Okay. And as I began to get more exposed to them, Eli, I never ran into a less motivated race. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, you know, hey, they come to it natural, so let's give them a little yeah. benefit of the doubt here. And, and I'd rather see this lackadaisical attitude than this vicious, Luciferian aggression that comes from right. uh, the the seed of Satan. Right. Yeah, this artificial hatred that is created uh, primarily by Jews in mm-hmm. academia, and of course their prostitute lackeys in, in the mainstream press, who are constantly slanting the news to make the claim that white people are the evil ones. Right. Uh, and, and Eli, was America ever supposed to be multicultural? Uh, never, never. It was. By the way, a lot of people misunderstand the word religion in uh, because uh, freedom of religion. The uh, original uh, Americans, and in fact, this goes into the middle 1850s. Religion was defined as Christianity. They didn't consider Hinduism. Or no. Judaism that or Islam religion. as religion. That was just heathen heathen beliefs. Okay, that was superstition. Superstition, right? Yeah. yeah. So the only religion there was in America was Christianity. Well, most people don't understand that. Okay, but see, it was a common knowledge. Yeah, then it was common. Just knowledge. like back then, they had no idea they might have to define marriage as between a man and a woman because it was common knowledge. That's what it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right, and uh, the uh, it was commonly understood that there were different races, that black people are a different race from white people, and Abraham Lincoln said very plainly, I do not have no intention of merging the two races together. <laughs> Just because I want to free a, a black woman's slave does not mean I want to marry her, <laughs> right? He was part of the coloniz- colonization society, which was shipping them, setting them free and sending them back to Africa, because he knew that the races, these two races, could not live together, and uh, all the facts in uh, America up to this point in time have proved that the two races cannot live together. Well, isn't that why they issued a quote marriage license to start with? Is for that very reason? Oh yeah, right. The, yeah, the government has no business issuing marriage licenses. That's God's. That's God's law, not not state law. But of course, yeah, the states have taken over. That prerogative. Well, I thought they had issued a marriage license to allow white and black to marry. Well, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That's probably why. That's probably why the. the and federal, then why did we go yeah. ahead and start doing it? Uh, you know, my granddad yeah. was a, a marshal. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the old time marshal. Right. Uh, well, it wasn't all that old, but I mean, in the nineteen, you know, forties and fifties. Um, mm-hmm. 
And he didn't have a marriage license. They just went and got married. You right. Know? They well, just... it was usually done by a church, by a pastor. Right, right. It yeah. was. Right. Yeah. Now you have a justice of the peace doing it, you know, which is a secular, you know, but marriage was, there's nothing in the U.S. Constitution about marriage. I, I doubt that there's any state constitutions that say anything about marriage. It's just a state, uh, a state-sponsored institution now. Okay, so this is how Crazy. the state is taking over religious uh, duties and do you think that, Do you yeah. think that's what's caused so much confusion with the generation behind us where they live together for a while and they say, right. what's the big deal with a marriage license? Well, really, big deal with a marriage license. And, in fact, it really doesn't convey any. Thing that is right. moral, moral. It's it doesn't. No, it's a contract <laughs> between three people. Three people. Right. The woman, the man, and, and the, the devil. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, and the devil. Right. And if there's a disagreement between the man and the woman in the contract, then automatically yeah. that contract says the government becomes the greater member. Right. And then. Uh, uh, gets to dictate to the other two. So yeah, the, the, the government on, issued the license, and the government can retract the license. So there, you right. know. So yeah. so there you go. So you know when they start talking about gay, which I call queer. Yeah. Right. Uh, marriages, gay unions. No, I don't. Yeah, not marriage. Gay unions. Well, right? uh, let them call it marriage if they want it because it's a marriage law. I don't care what the mm-hmm. Admiralty laws do. I don't care. Because I already know it's all evil. Yeah. It's all evil. Just the fact sure that it exists. The UCC code is not. Yeah. It, we, we, it's we not American law. It isn't. No, yeah. We don't. No. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I could get on a rant. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. It just shows how our government has been totally usurped by these internationalists. The difference is it has taken them, what, since 1917, uh, it's taken them, now it's almost 200 years. I mean, I'm sorry, 100 years, almost 100 years that it has taken the American Bolsheviks to overthrow America when they did it in, in a few months in Russia. Okay. Yeah. That's because we have a constitution and we have a Second Amendment. And the, and the well, Bill of Rights. That's right. That's okay. right. And, and and license is permission to do what otherwise would be illegal. Say, for example, that's right. that's a right. doctor takes a scalpel, which is a sharp knife, and cuts you on a cutting table. He has to have a license right. to not be prosecuted by the state. And the, the state could prosecute even without that victim pressing charges. The state could say, you're guilty of assault. Right. Now, if you take that same scalpel and you go into the alley and you rob somebody by cutting them, right. that's that's assault. And he didn't have a license to cut that person. Right. So license is only to do something that is otherwise illegal as far as I know. Marriage that's right. yeah. is, not, yeah. is not illegal. Or, or something that would be illegal for somebody else to do, right, without the license. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, the fact is, and then uh, at the same time, these MDs, these surgeons, have to have uh, insurance because they do get sued. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, they, might even worse. The right to, they might have protection and the right to do it, but still uh, the admiralty law allows for civil right. restitution. Okay? Right. Right. Well, either you're yeah. immune or you're not. I, I'm just, I'm getting, I think I'm, I, I can speak uh, uh, to a lot Doc, of people. Doc, you sound yeah. like you're getting ready to, to fight. It sounds like you're getting fighting <laughs> mad. <laughs> it is getting to that point. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, if the web, uh, web bots, uh Report is correct. You know, the, the, this summer may be the the summer, uh, you know, the hot summer that we will we'll never forget. But uh, you know, obviously, assaults on white people have been escalating. In fact, it's another one of the things I predicted. I predicted that when Barack Obama becomes president, black people will feel empowered to commit violent acts against whites, well. and that's what's happened. Well, you know, the injustices, um, uh, it is absolutely insane, just insane that we have such criminal syndicates as presidents and Mm -hmm. uh, vice presidents and and cabinet members and and, uh, judges. And I'm even talking about, you know, People might think Ron Rand Paul's okay. Rand Paul's yeah. a sellout. He's a cool sellout, right? He's a sellout to the Israelis, just as Sarah Palin is, just oh, as the vast majority so, of Republicans and Democrats are. All of them. So what's going to happen? We've got this nation that's uh, fighting all this, and you know they have laws that says it's illegal to have a gay parade or a queer parade. Right. Uh, it's illegal to um, have ab. They called it ab. At least translated into English, abnormal sex. Right. And uh, which well, so, is forbidden you, by the Bible, by the way. Right. 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 And so the Judeo-Christian churches should be opposed to it, but they're not. No. They're they're in favor of it because they have. They're also sellouts. So that, now, there you know, are some there I know for sure though there are some Protestant organizations that do not like queer marriage. Right. Uh, there are way way too many though that actually allow them to be right. a pastor as they call it. Right, exactly. Yeah, because they're sellout churches, the great apostasy uh prophesied by Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and also in 1 Timothy that there would be a total sellout of the principles of Christianity in the latter days, just before the second coming. And, that's and it's a shame saying. because one of those sellouts is very connected to the Scottish culture mm. uh, that it's bore out of uh, these colleges that are supported by Presbyterian churches. Mm. And the United Presbyterian Church is the worst offender, well, along with the Method, United Methodists and a yeah. bunch of these others. Uh, and uh, now Hagee doesn't, but he's going to go ahead though, and and yeah. and trump that by starting to say we've got a special offering today. We're going to send this money over to those poor people in Israel that can't make ends meet. Right, right. Well, here, um, uh, you remember that show we did about Jade Helm uh, and uh, the Rabbi Khan uh, prediction that America is going to be judged. On September 13, 2015. Okay. And we we confirmed that Operation Jade Helm is right in that vicinity. In fact, Operation Jade Helm, I can't remember the exact date, uh, is due to end either on September 
15th or 18th. I remember. Uh, I can't remember exactly which date. Okay. But uh, but uh, this prediction by Rabbi Khan, which we totally debunked because uh, the Isaiah chapter nine verses ten and eleven have absolutely nothing to do with America. So this is a totally bogus prophecy issued by Rabbi Khan. But uh, John Hagee has written a book about the blood moons, issuing a similar prophecy that uh, between the, these two blood moons that we had recently before September 13th, and then there's supposed to be two more after September 13th, that this is a, a, a message from God that America is going to be judged by God for failing to support the Israelis enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is the logic. Now, 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 were we a dollar short? Two yeah, dollars short right. No, did, probably did, did fifty a, jillion short. You know, we just did, can't did support he have enough. Any, any specific number that would qualify no, for this? Of course not. And they don't mention the fact that America has supported the Israeli state uh, more than all other in terms of foreign aid, more than all other nations combined. So these priests that get paid to get us out of purgatory, it sounds just exactly like, yeah, you know, hey, right. pay some and, and you'll be out of this problem you've got. Right, okay. So uh, they're setting up the gullible Judeo-Christians who believe that the Jews are the Israelites of the Bible and that all of these phony prophecies. Now, there's nothing in the Bible about blood moons, not one word. Yeah, that, that I'm beginning to think this blood moon thing is uh, Talmudic. It, of course it is. Of course it is. And, uh, but the general line that Hagee and Biltz and, me, and many others is becoming more popular now as we get, yeah. approach the date. And nothing uh, has happened it, on these blood moons. No, I mean, no, so nothing. What? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There, there now, no... I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, de- I'd rather uh, uh, depend on the web bot. By the way, the web bot is saying September this year is the, is is when it goes really bad. Right. So well, that's, that's because the Zionists are going to deliver for Hagee, Biltz, and Khan by by staging another false flag, just like they did on nine eleven two thousand one. And the gullible people, all the Judeo Christian denominations who believe that the Jews are the Israelites of the Bible, are going to believe these prophecies have come true. They're going to believe this garbage. Well, so what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think they're going to set off a nuke. And, and uh, you know, I've been wondering, well, why? You know, who are they going to blame it on? You know, are they going to blame it on a white nationalist this time? You know, uh, we had uh, <laughs> who are the, the two uh, uh, Middle Eastern guys? They were blaming uh, the Sandy Hook uh, uh, event on. Or was it? Uh, or was it the Boston Fakeathon? I forget. I guess it was the Boston Fakeathon. Boston, yeah. Yeah, and of course that was a totally a non-event. No one got hurt. It's a completely phony event, and uh, so they're blaming two boys who are actually assets of the CIA. They were actually patsies, blaming them, and uh, you know, to, again, it's a, an attempt to uh, put instill fear of guns. In American people, you know so, what could happen with this is all they'd have to do is uh, put a nuke under a certain location underground. It won't look like a nuke, okay? Right. Yeah. And and it could like uh, the web bot says it, uh, there's going to be a river course change, 
and that's going to set off a problem with some nuclear reactors. Okay. Because they can't cool down. Right. Right. Yeah, kind of like an American Fukushima sounds like what we're well, talking yeah, about. Can you imagine how many of those are on the Mississippi River? Yeah, and, and uh, the faults, the San Andreas faults. You know, what, what in the world? What are these people thinking? Building nuclear reactors on the San Andreas Fault, or maybe it was planned that way? <laughs> maybe it well, was just planned that way? It's not stupid. Why don't, why don't we put one wet, just west of D.C.? You know, just, <laughs> how about in D.C., and how about the Lower East Side of New York, New York City? No, I don't want them in, I don't want the corrupted politicians to instantly die. <laughs> no, I, you don't? <laughs> I, no, I want, them, I want them to get radiation. Yeah, right. Uh, you want them to suffer, right? Like uh, they make us suffer. It, this yeah. is terrible. They'll probably be at my door, Secret yeah. Service, and, and I'll say, well, don't you want corrupt? People, yeah. uh, you know, right. Doc, you have to be a Levite because that's why Yahweh chose the Levites for that profession. <laughs> yeah, what we're seeing, we're getting ready to witness, is a kosher assault, mm. a Zionist assault against America, with uh, with biblical claims of prophecy. So when uh, when they have Rabbi Khan. And John Hagee and this other guy by the name of Biltz and more and more uh, televangelist types jumping on the bandwagon, all claiming that God is going to judge America because we're just not supporting the Jews enough, then the Zionists are going to deliver. The Zionists are going to deliver. The famous date yet this month is coming up. Who knows what will happen there Uh uh, this Sunday, April the 19th. Oh, right, yeah. We had Oklahoma City bombing. We had right. the Waco event, and they love to take and uh, anything that happens on those dates. It's an right. anniversary attack by right-wing radicals in right. America. Well, actually, it actually goes back to uh, Lexington and Concord. Yeah, it goes back to that. Yeah, day. that was April nineteenth, and the reason why the the Rothschilds picked that date was to get even with us because the April. April 19th really was the beginning of the American Revolution, and the Jewish bankers who, who owned the Bank of England were really upset with American patriots for doing that, right? <laughs> and so that's why they chose April 19th for Waco and April 19th for, um, what was the other date, the Oklahoma City? Did you, yeah, yeah, the 15th. Exactly. But they waited for those uh, April 19th recently to fall on Jewish Oh, I thought you meant uh, the other date, like the IRS, the fifteenth. You know, but uh, yeah, right. No, but these are all these. All three are on April nineteenth, and I think the the latter two, the more recent ones, were on Jewish holidays. Okay, <laughs> all right. Not the original April nineteenth in seventeen seventy five. No, that was no. that had nothing to do with Judaism. That was even though the American patriots didn't realize it, but that was a very anti-Jewish act. The shot heard yeah, around the, the world. The shot heard Lexington. around the world, exactly, exactly. So you know where I was before, i got to tell you, do you know where I was in April the 19th? Where, this year? In, or? in 1995. When 1995. Uh, uh, you were with the militias? <laughs> 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 militias actually. I, I, I was I was in Lexington. Okay. And it just like you know when it dawned on me what April nineteenth meant to Lexington. 
Oh. It just uh, blew me away what that right. event was meaning, yeah. Okay. Well, what's the connection to Lexington, Kentucky? Well, Lexington, uh, April the 19th is the shot, you know, that heard around oh, the world. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Lex- oh you're, you're, talk, you're talking about uh, Lexington. Lexington and uh, Concord and the yeah, railroad. Yeah, Massachusetts, right. Yeah, not yeah. The, okay. Not, oh, no, you, I, so you I, just I happened to be that. there. Huh? Uh, okay. I didn't get it. You just happened to be there. It, it was it was just kind of hair raising to think that right. uh, all these right. dates seemed to just so serendipitously come together. You know, right. all... yeah, it's not coincidence. No, it's not. If these things are planned, right. and we know who's doing the planning. Okay, so this, we're trying to warn people. Anybody listening to our shows on this subject, we're trying to warn you that the global. Zionist, Jewish, communist, capitalist, bankster combine is planning another assault on America a la 9-11, 2001. You don't think it'll be Jade Helm, do you? Jade Helm is part of it. Jade Helm is certainly part of it. <clears throat> well, that's uh, before September. Well, it, it, it ends a couple of days after the 13th, Okay. And oh, it so, does. And so uh, I really think that Jade Helm is part of the operation. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Okay, now I have some info on uh, Jade Helm. This article is entitled, Lieutenant Colonel Caught in Lies About Jade Helm, Our Worst Fears Confirmed. And this is from Freedom Outposts. It's a uh, web journalism uh, site. Uh, The following represents a very small cross-section of email notifications from Americans all across the country, and they are highly concerned with what they are discovering about Jade Helm. This article begins with a description of an encounter between the health advisor to the Common Sense show, Katie Whelan, and a lieutenant colonel from Buckley Air Force Base in Aurora, Colorado. So Katie Whelan uh, just walked up to this lieutenant colonel and started asking him, Apparently, uh, he's involved in Jade Helm, and so she just walked up to him and asked him, well, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. And uh, so Katie says, I am aware, this is a transcript of her quick, brief, uh, unrehearsed interview. <laughs> I said unrehearsed interview with, uh, with this Lieutenant Colonel Gallegos. And uh, her question, I am aware of the Jade Helm drill, and I am concerned as to why this drill is being conducted. Gallegos. He was caught off guard and didn't have a clear answer as he stumbled around for words and his body language was extremely nervous. Quote, we have had drills like this before, like one we had before uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, and we had simultaneous drills during 9-11 in London during the 7-7-05 and in Spain during the attack in Spain. So we've had simultaneous drills. So uh, he's not lying there. Katie. There has never been a drill to this extent in size and scope. Gaiogos, yeah, that's true, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> the editor says, not a big deal? Various factions of the military are preparing to impose martial law on the Jade Helms drill while extracting dissidents and death squads will be planted in order to practice their infiltration techniques? And this is not a big deal? Katie, I know the Jade Helm 15 drill is in over 30 states. Now, officially, they're only uh, citing seven states, from Texas to California. Mm. But Katie says, I know this is inclusive of 30 states. 
uh, Gallegos, how did I, <clears throat> how did you know this? <laughs> Katie, isn't this a joint military and National Guard operation, and doesn't this violate Posse Comitatus? And for those, removed. Yeah. They removed that, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, for those who don't know what Posse Comitatus is, Posse Comitatus is a law that was passed after the American Revolution uh, forbidding American troops from occupying and making war against American civilians, because this, this is exactly what the British troops did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So to guarantee that no American military people will ever make war against the American people. And Gaiogas answers, no, that is not true because the National Guard will be the only ones running the drills. Now, that's a flat-out lie. <laughs> According to their own statements, it's going to involve uh, Army, Navy, and even Marines, okay, and Homeland Security. If he's that well-informed, there you go, that's classic bureaucratic uh, yeah. competency or yeah. flat-out lying. That's right. And then... And, then Katie says, then why, if it is a joint operation, why would the National Guard have the authority to be the organization to be running the drill? Gallegos, still nervously, uh, he says, but nothing illegal will be done in the drill. <laughs> okay, well, everything they're doing is illegal. You know, they're putting American troops on the ground in American cities. Well, for what purpose? They have no business. Uh, doing drills in American towns and cities. None whatsoever. You want to know something, Eli? Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. Now, I would be worried about a nuke or something. Right. And the reason why is for uh, the reason you mentioned they had to, they couldn't uh, take over us like they took over Russia. It's because uh, we probably have more weapons than they do. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and you know that a lot of these uh, soldiers are going to, you know, run like hell when they take return fire. Oh, yeah. Which, well, especially uh, which, when they know it's uh, just yeah. civilians. Right, exactly. Yeah, and and most of these uh, military personnel know they shouldn't be making war against civilians. It might actually be an opportunity for uh, you to put an uh, APC, an armored personnel carrier, or a tank in your neighborhood. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> For you, Eli, you get to have one. You, yeah, you can, right. Yeah. You just, well, only I, one thing is when we go get pizza, you pay the gas. Okay, yeah, I'll buy the right, pizza. You. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then Katie says, our current administration is violating the U.S. Constitution every day. Mm. So how can you guarantee that the orders coming down would be any different? And uh, he says, I assure you it would be all legal. The governor would be in command of the drill as only the National Guard would be conducting the drills, and I cannot say much more than that. Okay. Why Katie, can't he say much more than that? Well, There's because no he, he has to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right? Either, Katie, either he can say uh, he's saying that because he doesn't know anymore or uh, that something's classified. And, right, and, exactly. No, exactly. It, probably both are occurring. Right. Uh, when, when do they put colonels in the loop they don't put colonels in the loop no right they're the highest ranking field officer but they don't put them yeah. in the loop yeah by the way yeah. yeah there's a there's a, a person in our chat talking about military uh just fyi and it's kind of related but not okay and uh one of our chat people says uh 
an Iranian armada of of seven to nine ships are headed toward Yemen. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, uh, but this brings us back to the question of you know who are they going to blame when this uh, when this event gets triggered? Jews. And, uh, well, that that's a possibility. Okay, and then in which case it would be uh, you know blamed on a white nationalist or uh, or a um, uh, what do you call it a uh, a Muslim because the Jew Jewish people. Well, what are, is your thought? Let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts that I've heard? That you know, uh, the Israelis in the '60s stole all their nuclear uh, technology from us—not just the tech itself, but actually stole hardware and the and the ability to do it—and actually assembled them and left them in the states to blackmail politicians. What's your thoughts? Well, uh, I'm aware of that, but I really haven't followed through on that. That may be true. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't put it past the Israelis. Well, no, what politician do you know would worry about being blackmailed like that? I don't think they would care. Okay. You know, because well, what, what, so what, there's a nuke goes off, and, and how are they responsible? See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, right. So I don't think that it's a viable one as far as a way to blackmail, but I wouldn't put it past them that they aren't here, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that they... You know, I think there could possibly possibly be some somewhere uh, in in the states under their control. Yeah. And and by the way, you know, uh, Eli, nukes have turned gone from huge strategic bombs into tactical weapons. Sure. And, and they don't have to, you know, do the mushroom cloud like you know that one that hit Damascus. Remember yeah. That one. Right. Mm-hmm. That one went, it was a bunker-type buster, and it was a nuke. Right. But it right. didn't knock all the buildings, you know, a mile yeah, away. Yeah, it was a small-scale nuke, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the nuke that possibly took down, or the suitcase small ones that might have taken down the World Trade Center. Right. You know, they didn't uh, knock anything else out. Right, but, uh, right. But uh, the point, I, I, yeah. I do think that they're going to try, like you say, well, I... Whatever they do, and whoever they blame is not going to be good for you and me. Right. Well, I've been thinking about this more and more, and I think they're going to blame Russia. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Of course. Yeah. They're going to blame <sighs> Russia. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, see just how, occurred to me today. See how diabolically minded I am? I didn't even, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, that's what they're that, going to do. Oh, that makes perfect sense, Eli. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. So uh, check with the WebBot people. <laughs> See what they have to say about it. Right? Oh, That's where yeah, we're going. That's yeah. where we're going. They're, See, because they need a pretext, and because the, the global economy, the Federal Reserve note, is collapsing, they're... The only way they can keep control of the world at this point is continuous warfare. That's the only would, way. Would this qualify to uh, the extent that if it wasn't in America, it could be somewhere like London? Would that qualify? Or? Yeah, I, I think it could, but see, they have a, a dual goal in America. That is to establish martial law because that's the only way they can get around the Second Amendment. 
Well, I can tell you, Eli, the only martial law, in my opinion, that will ever happen in America is when the people get their yeah. guns out of the closet and take right. over and, and, the public and, uh, servants. Yeah. And and start shooting all the marshals, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's the only kind of martial law that's going to happen here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because now, wasn't there wasn't there going back to some prophetic uh, scriptural stuff? Isn't there a mention about uh, burying dead for five months? Oh yeah, yeah. There's going to be a, a major war. In fact, this dovetails with George Washington's uh, vision at Valley Forge. Which, which we could probably talk about on a future occasion. But uh, at uh, j- just to give people the gist of it, and they can uh, read it on my website, www.anglo-saxonisrael.com. Just type in George Washington's vision or Valley Forge, any part of the title in the search box, and you, you will get the vision. But at Valley Forge, George Washington, he was known to pray he was known, he was observed by his troops to get on his knees and pray every single day. Wow. That, which may, means he is not a deist. Deists don't get on their knees and pray for oh, divine yeah, yeah. intervention. They, they believe in some kind of uh, ethereal God that does not involve himself in, in, uh, in reality, right? right. So uh, anyway, one day he had a vision which was recorded by his secretary. And the secretary said, well, this is what's going to happen. After we win the Revolutionary War, America would expand from coast to coast, which happened. Okay. Then a black cloud from Africa would cause a, a, an internal war. And, of course, it's the black slaves coming from Africa, which caused the Civil War. Then he saw a red cloud coming from Europe, which would uh, eventually result in hand-to-hand fighting in every city in America. Okay. Oh, wow. So what do you think that red cloud is? Communist. There you go. Communism. But Russia is not communist. No. It's a, I said coming from Europe. Oh, it, from Europe. It's the Jews of Europe who brought yes, communism to it's America. The red, it's the red shield of... of mm-hmm. Uh, I got the it. Rothschilds. Yeah. The the okay. road, the red the red shields the Rothschilds yeah. international financing and international communism it's both well there's both. all kinds of warfare that doesn't mean they have to be so that's gonna uh, okay I get you yeah okay mm-hmm. so the uh, the expansion the black cloud the red cloud the first two have come totally true and you can you can see the symbolism it's pretty obvious symbolism. Okay, to figure this out. And, of course, Jewish communism has taken over America. It's called the welfare state. Well, you know Hillary Clinton's not going to let it all go to hell till she's in the saddle. <laughs> she wants to oversee it all, right? Well, She'd sure, like she wants to. She, she's got yeah. that sicko mind, let me do the torture. Let right. me do the yeah. torture. Yeah, I want to be in charge when, when America is destroyed. Yeah, that's just the type of person she is. She's even sicker than Barack Obama. Oh, well, I think she yeah. could have probably qualified for the most evil yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, she's ruthless. And she enjoys lying to people. She's got to have Jewish blood. And she she likes taking advantage of people. She likes hurting people. That's what she is. I think Barack Obama is just kind of there because he wants to be president you know he he's not necessarily a cold-blooded, but 
but she is. Well, he has is. no values, and he's he very no hedonistic. Right. He could care less. She, she is not so uh, so hedonistic or hedonistic. Right. Uh, she is more power hungry, more evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, from right. Yeah. Yeah. Barack Obama is actually kind of blasé about it. He knows the role he's playing. He, he knows that he's a puppet for the so international what, masters. What, what, so what you're saying then is. What Putin has been trying to avoid, mm-hmm. so, and I don't even think Putin gets behind the scene and cusses out and says, uh, he goes crazy or anything. I think he just says, don't bother me. I don't mm-hmm. think it bothers him even behind the scenes. They want to try to, he talks intelligently right. to his advisors and he professionally handles it. Mm-hmm. He just knows the story and handles handles it as a matter of fact. But, right. um, you know, that uh, problem is going to come home to roost, I think, with them. I think then he might be forced to do something like defend right. Russia yeah. as opposed to anything else, don't you think? Exactly, exactly. You know, But, of course, it's going to be sold to the American people as an attack by Russia against America. Well, let yeah. me tell you what this guy was saying that I was in contact with over there. Okay. He's deep in... I mean, he's deep, okay? He says, running around in Russia today, you know how, you know, conversations go, and they just get carried from one place to another, and it kind of becomes a topic, is the question, is Putin Gog? <laughs> right. And I said, well, if if he's anything, it's not Gog, but... Mm-hmm. What do you mean? And he says, well, I don't know who Gog is. Right. You know, and he was referring to this huge discussion that's now going all over Russian society, you know, whether you're uh-huh. in church or not, is Putin Gog. Now, you might want to tell people what this Gog-Magog thing is. Well, it's a prophecy in the book of Ezekiel, which uh, is clearly not Russia per se. What it is, is because the, the it talks about Meshech and Tubalcane, which are in Khazarian territory. Yeah. Okay. Russia proper was ruled from St. Petersburg, which was always a Christian nation. It was only under the communists that it was moved from St. Petersburg to Meshech, uh, that is Moscow. And Tubalcane is definitely in Khazarian territory. And, of course, anybody, I mean, just look at the clue. Synagogue. (laughs) Synagogue. Synagogue. You getting where I'm going with this? Yeah. yeah, Synagogue. It's the synagogue of Satan. We're talking about the Khazarians converted to Judaism in 740 A.D. They're the ones who invented communism. So I wonder if they know who they're talking about as far as Gog, and I wonder if they're asking, is Putin a, a Jew? Uh, come oh, on, give me a break. I've heard, you know, I've heard this kicked around in alternative media. He was a communist functionary in the KGB. There's no doubt about that. Well, let me ask you a question. Anybody that had a job in communist Russia worked for the government. Right, exactly. Yeah. There was no private company. But he was he was in the KGB while Russia was in the process of expelling its Jews because the Russian people 
Yeah, I can tell tell people about him being that low-level agent. Uh, He was Mm -hmm. assigned to... Uh, he was assigned to the East German desk. In fact, he went there under strict orders to find out why the e- the East German Stasi were so ruthless to see if he couldn't get it under control. Mm-hmm. And then after the war, um, he was assigned to go and break that crap up after the break the fall of the Berlin Wall. That right. was his job. Right. And it's incredible. Well, anyway, go ahead. Um, well, here, okay, so, here's uh, Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 2. Son of man, set your face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and prophesy against him. All right, well, we're talking about Khazars. So Just, who's the chief prince, Lucifer, or are we uh, talking about Well, like certainly the chief prince, but you're, yeah, Rothschilds. And in the days of communism in Russia, it would have been Lenin, Trotsky, and Stalin. Okay? Not the Russian people. Okay? Mm-hmm. And say, thus says Yahweh Elohim, Behold, I am against you, O Gog. And the clue is, this is the synagogue of Satan. These are the Khazars we're talking about. The chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, like I said, Moscow was not the capital of city of Russia until these Khazarians took over. Well, they left St. Petersburg, right. moved to what's in Moscow today, and then um, St. Petersburg was changed to mm-hmm. Leningrad. Right. That's right. Naming, uh, naming after a member of the synagogue of Satan. Okay. <laughs> and then verse 6, Gomer and all his bands, the house of Togarma of the north quarter, so of course this is north of Palestine, and all his bands and many people with you, whoever. Well, that was, that was the hub of the Nephilim right there. There you go. Right? Gomer, Togarma. These are, we're talking about Khazars. That, that's Mount Hermon where Enoch which was referred to well, in the it's north. It's north of there, but it certainly includes that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and yeah. then verse 7, <laughs> Be you prepared and prepare for yourself, you and all your company that are assembled to you, and be you a guard to them. After many days you shall, you shall be visited. In the latter years you shall come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel. Of course, we are Israel. Okay, what this is predicting is that the Khazarians are going to attack America. How can I say America? Well, because verse 11 says, And you, Gog, shall say in your heart, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. Oh, yeah. Can't be Palestine. Can't be Russia. Can't be anywhere in Europe can't even be Canada. There's only one nation on the face of the earth that never had any walled villages. That's America. Well, not until the Hispanics started coming in. Or, oh, yeah, and the Jews, Jews started building gated communities. Yeah, gated communities, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, America is the only place of unwalled villages. Okay? And Gog says, I will go to them that are at rest, that are peaceful and and secure, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls, and having neither bars nor gates, to take a spoil, to take a prey, 
All right, so this is not an invasion of Palestine. This is not an invasion of Russia. This is an invasion of America by the Khazar Jews. It's, mm-hmm. it's this red cloud from Europe. Well, all I can say is get that wheelbarrow, mix yeah, up some concrete, right? okay, get your get your pop bottles, and here's all I can suggest. Mm-hmm. When all this breaks out, you go out with that concrete mix in your wheelbarrow, stop, get your shovel, dig a little six or eight inch hole, pour some concrete in it, get your uh, bottle, your pop bottle, break it off, and stick that broken hunk of um, uh, pop bottle down in that concrete and put that all over your yard so that when they start coming <laughs> right, from... Right, uh, right. They'll trip on it. Right. Yeah, and then uh, verse verse 19, For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken, surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. That is America. And, of course, yeah, all the Israel, other white nations... Now we're, yeah. talking, we're talking... Perf- Right now, so yeah. that the Israel they're referring to is America, right? That's right. Yeah, okay. and of course Europe too. I mean, because there's going to be a great shaking in Europe too. Is and Canada and New Zealand, Australia. Those are these are all Israelite nations. South of South mm-hmm. Africa as well. And there's a great shaking going on in all of these formerly white nations. These the Israelite nations because organized Jewry and their global empire of merchants. The, headed by the Bank of England under the Rothschilds, is making war against the white race as we speak. Can you not see it? It's so obvious. Hey, Eli, you know we didn't take a break. Let's oh, okay. take a three-minute break. All right, well, I, can only, I only can do about seven or eight minutes more. So, uh, you know, I, I, well, I can I'll do just that. Turn you, I'll tell you what. Go for it. I'm going to turn oh. you loose. Go okay. I won't interrupt Right, now the same Gog and Magog creature appears in Revelation chapter 21. And in Revelation chapter 21, this is end times, folks. This is the just before uh, Jesus Christ returns to judge all the evildoers in the world. This is total deception on the part of global Jewry who claim to be Israelites, but they're not living in a land of unwalled villages. Okay? Palestine is not a land of unwalled villages. By no means can Palestine qualify for that, nor can any city of Europe or even Russia or even Canada, because they have walled, Quebec is a walled city. Only America has unwalled cities. So when we, we see this battle, that we're talking about the Battle of Armageddon. That's what we're talking about. And it looks like they're ramping up because I guarantee you, Doc, that whatever they're going to try, it's not going to succeed. So they're going to have to escalate and escalate and escalate until it becomes World War III. That is what's going to happen. Uh, Revelation chapter 21, after the uh, the New Jerusalem is declared, and the New Jerusalem is composed of the 12 tribes of Israel, mm-hmm. and the Jews only claim to have will be one tribe. Here we are, uh, sorry, chapter, verse, chapter 20, verse 8. And... 
Satan shall be loosed, verse 7, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, verse 8, and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. So, well, global Jewry has amassed an army composed of various nations. They're using American troops, British troops, Australian troops, uh, wherever they can, wherever the United Nations can manage to get troops from, to war against us. Well, look what Jade Helm is, Doc. What's Jade Helm? It's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big. And it's who a, is the? Who are they making war against? It's in America. True, true Israel. Yes. They're making war against true Israel. Okay. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints, that's us, and the beloved city, which is the New Jerusalem, America, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Whoa! <laughs> so, any, anybody who, who becomes part of the army of Gog and Magog can expect to have this happen to himself or herself. And I believe it's going to be a solar flare. By the way, uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, actually I can't remember if I put it up yet, the uh, video by uh, Robert Schoch, or Schach, as he pronounces it, I guess. It's a German name. Okay. But he's, he's the uh, geologist who declared that the Sphinx and the Great Pyramid and the whole pyramid complex is at least 10,500 B.C. It's many thousands of years older than the you know traditional, well, the evolutionists don't want it to be older than 2,000 B.C. because it would blow their theory of evolution, right? And well, Egypt- and it, uh, it ruined, ruined the economy of the Egyptians. Yeah, right. And the Egyptians uh, promote the idea that they're, that they are the descendants of the people who built those pyramids. They are not, because all the evidence shows that King Tut, who was an immediate uh, descendant of Ham, had 99.5% white DNA, and that uh, most European men have uh, share his DNA. I said white European men share his DNA, especially in Britain, Scotland, and Ireland, which includes you, Doc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so why do the white men of Europe share King Tut's DNA? Because he was a white man. He was not a Negro. And so what's the connection here? Well, we, Israelites, are the object of Satan's wrath. He knows exactly who we are. He knows that we're the descendants of Adam, and Satan wants to destroy us. We are the objects of his wrath. So he has amassed a global army through the United Nations to attack the saints wherever we might be. Okay? That's how all of these prophecies and how Jade Helm must be understood. So what we could be witnessing here is Jade Helm is the beginning of the, you know, the, let's call it the final assault, because global Jewry has, has been assaulting the white race ever since World War One. actually ever since the French Revolution. 
because that was financed by Rothschild and conceived by Adam Weishaupt, another Jew. Khazar, both of them being Khazar Jews. Okay, So you must understand that Gog and Magog is a reference to Khazaria and the Ashkenazi Jewish people. And their twin uh, assault on the white race, which is global communism and global capitalism. They control both, and they're using both to divide, to divide and conquer. What about uh, what about the Muslims? Uh, right. You know, no, they're they're kind yeah. of the half brother of the Nephilim, so to yes, speak. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, and uh, they're just as bad, really, because most of these Muslim countries are in bed with the global banksters. Certainly, Saudi Arabia is. Because Saudi King Faisal admitted that the Saudi royal family is composed of crypto Jews. They're not real Arabs. They're Jews. Okay, and they actually practice the Jewish religion. That's why they've been in cahoots with the Israelis and with the Bush family all along. Even you know, and uh, what's his name? Um, not Saddam Hussein. Osama bin Laden. The bin Laden family. They're business partners of the Bushes. Right, mm-hmm. and now the, the Saudi Arabia is attacking Yemen again. What the heck's all that? What's all that about? And uh, looks like Iran doesn't like it. No, the, and Iran shouldn't like it because it's an assault against the the Arab people. Now, even there, the Iranians don't consider themselves to be Arabs. <laughs> they consider themselves actually to be Aryans. But that's what the word Iran means. It means Aryan. Although they're only partially Aryan, but and they don't consider themselves from, to be Arabs. Ways, they get insulted will, if you call them Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're you know the they're a long, long way from their uh, yeah. uh, their Aryan Arab, blood. Aryan roots. Yes, a long way, yeah. four thousand years from their Aryan roots. Yeah, yeah. Aryan meaning that uh, uh, Caucasian, meaning Caucasian. Uh, Caucasian, sure, yeah. And, yeah. and he. Because the Israelites were Caucasians. Right, and to get that Aryan blood, the one that gave him that blood did it in rebellion against his father and walked away from his birthright and spit on it and said, I'll give my birthright to some other creature. Yeah, hold on, Rick. Okay, all right, um, I'm already being called. I've got to set up my other show. All right. Oh, tell okay. them to forget it. No, All right. it's okay. All right, sounds okay. good. All right, thank you. All right. God we bless. Bye-bye. <laughs> Very interesting okay. yeah. topic. And uh, what we're going to do now is oh, I just okay. want to read yeah. something real I quick here. I've got to mute him. Let's see if I can't get this muted. Okay, Eli. Well, anyway, I don't hear him. Um, Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. Behold, I, came, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and he keep his, uh, his garments, lest he walk naked, and they shall see his shame. That's really, really, uh, I should say, important. Um, Real important. But we don't know when that is. 
We don't know when his coming is. We're told we don't even know the day. We don't know the hour. And so everybody gets to talking. He says, you know, when you start talking about these end-time events, and the uh, end-time events, when you even mention anything, they say, well, we don't know. Somebody will always chirp up and say, well, we don't know the day or the hour. Let me straighten everybody out that's hearing this. The only thing we don't know is the day and hour of his return. Everything else we can get a time frame on. Wars, problems, pestilence, collapses, geopolitical events. The only thing we don't know is his return, his return time. Now we did say we were told this though, and that we would get a season of his return. We would get some indications of when he would return. Even though his exact time is not known, uh, hey, a season's a real short period of time, folks. So as we begin to move forward, and we never got there, we ranted too much, into the book of Revelation, you might want to read it, uh, starting in the last part of chapter 12, going on through 13. To find out exactly some of the very interesting discussion about what's coming, what could be coming, what is prophetic, and the further and further you march into the book of Revelation, and... Uh, you start seeing all the apocalyptic stuff, and uh, it kind of gives you an idea. And don't try to put a time frame on it. Just try to remember the events. Write down the judgments that you that it says, and um, that is like, for example, in Revelation uh, seventeen two, it says. With whom, oh, let's back up here. Um, with whom the kings of earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. What has been, who's been drinking the wine? Who's been fornicating with the bad guys? And who's going to be judged? Question. Put that down. You don't know what it is. Write it down. Very interesting uh, passage in Revelation 17.5. Let me read this to you. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and the abomination of the earth. Next verse. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And I saw her, and I wondered, wandered, wandered, not wandered, with great admiration. And so it answers the question, who is this? Well, who is the beast? It says, the beast thou sawest is not and shall ascend out of the bottom's pit and go into perdition, and they that dwell on the earth shall wander 
whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was, is not, and yet is. The beast that came, the beast that was kicked out, and the beast that came back. The one that has brought all this perdition to the planet is none other than Satan himself. They live, they used to live, they got wiped out, and they came back. There's no doubt that can fit. It kind of worries me as you begin to read more and more of this, as you begin to see that there will be a woman that mounts the beast, and uh, the beast, of course, being that public servant group that has gone rogue, ruthless against the people that it rules or tries to rule over, which it's not supposed to, basically America. But, and uh, we get pretty much a, a bad, uh, bad day. The beast gets driven by the harlot that rides the beast, which no doubt symbolically to me speaks a lot about why I'm so concerned about Hillary Clinton in a day when our public servants have gone rogue. It's almost as if you sit back and you look at it, imagine yourself in the final days of the Roman Empire. The final days of the Roman Empire when the senators were extremely corrupt. Everything was deeply corrupt and uh, was way beyond uh, control, out of control, gone rogue, had no indications whatsoever except to pretend to be elected when they really weren't. That's what's happening in America today. This is not even a close second best <laughs> to the kind of nation that will be run by the Prince of Peace himself when he returns. This time he's not going to be bringing salvation and sacrificing himself. And if you get on the wrong side of him now, you're going to be on the wrong side of him when he comes. And this time he comes on a white horse with a sword, and he will rule with a rod of iron. He will force his will. Why doesn't he want to wipe them out completely? Um, I think it's because he wants to show us what we Israelites could have done had we not fallen off the perch, so to speak, and done it the right way. How things could have been. Now he's going to show us how it could have been and not even remove them, but control the bad guys with that rod of iron. When at the end he says, okay, nations that hate me, I'm going to give you free will 
pick a side and let's do it. And so most of them, of course, choose to fight him, and uh, he doesn't waste any time. And he destroys them in an hour, very rapidly, of course. And uh, then it's over. But between now and between that time, we have to endure a beast system that is ruthless and has lust for our blood and for you and me particularly because it cannot stand us. We are a product, spiritually, hopefully, you are in the kingdom, and physically, you're you're an Israelite, but that doesn't guarantee anything, as you already know. Lots of Israelites fell short of mark in the Old Testament and were punished and lives taken and so forth. Just because you're an Israelite does not make it a ticket. You have to have a heart that has repented and presented itself and admit you're unworthy and proceed forward from there. Who wants to be king when you can be a spoiled prince and princess, right? (laughs) So to speak. We have um, a lot more to discuss about this. And I've only got about four minutes to go, but kind of give you some kind of idea, you know, of today and how all this is fitting together. Let me give you some news headlines. And this kind of gives you the sickness of America and the world today. Hillary Clinton and others laugh about war. Republicans put Israel's interest above America's. Obama demands Senate confirmation of Loretta Lynch, another racist appointment. The Navy wants anti-drone laser trucks. This is scary. The latest ISIS camp in Mexico. Story. Kiev's ceasefire falling apart fast as Donetsk is shelled. Porky, that's the president of Ukraine, the fake one, tries to put another nail in the Minsk coffin. Minsk, Minsk. Uh, Folks, that's the agreement, okay? That's uh, an agreement they were supposed to be, you know, in agreement to to cease fire. Anyway, U.S., there's another one. U.S. troops prepare Ukraine for an escalated aggression in Ukraine, and U.S. troops train Kiev troops for total war in the east Ukraine. Another one. U.S. troops in Ukraine to be followed by arms supplies, Russia warns NATO missiles are top priority. 
U.S. won't survive a nuclear war with Russia. Hmm, interesting that we talked about that tonight. NATO activity near Russia and the borders of Russia are up 80%. Now, we, I thought, according to the web bot, NATO is supposed to go away. CNN, uh, it says, co-founder, I think. Oh, CNN co-founder says this, Putin only trying to protect Russia. Duh, come on. I mean, is he supposed to protect America? Russia protecting or preparing for real Star Wars with U.S. Putin warns sanctions on Russia will continue. Russia to continue to stand up to, uh, let me say it again, Russia is to continue to stand up to the U.S. That was by Putin. The U.S. recruits Hollywood to push the hate Russia efforts. U.S. Ziocon goes berserk over World Russia Forum. Well, anyway, the list goes on. In the middle of all this, are you hearing stuff like amazing new technology for growing food in your living room? Amazing technology. Put paint on your house and get plugged in. Amazing technology. Cars that only need water. Not happening, is it? Guess what? There is no single person outside the walls of your home that is responsible for you eating tomorrow except you. There's nobody outside the walls of your home where you stay that is responsible for keeping you safe except you. We need to start taking responsibility. I'll see you real soon. It comes quick. Monday. We'll never uh, really slow this thing called down, uh, called time down. So <laughs> I'll see you later. But we're having a food sale. Just remember. No one in the family will go near it. Ask someone to find something in it and you'll find a less than enthusiastic response. What is it that's in your home that causes grown men to cower and children to run for cover? Fun! Food storage. That's right. Food storage shouldn't be scary. At Simply Your Food, we are the premier providers of long-term, storable, GMO, and MSG-free meats, veggies, fruit, dairy, and pantry essentials like powdered butter. We even have a gluten-free line. Food storage shouldn't be scary. Let Simply Your Food help you with your food storage needs. Go to simplyyourfood.com or call 866-251-7511 and let us take the scary out of food storage.
just a note, last week's show was not recorded, and I will be re-recording that WebBot report and putting it up over the weekend. So the WebBot, last show of the WebBot is been delayed putting up. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.